Explore the only to-do list that is the answer. Learn about 250 disabled racers who all came in first and 12 ways to find heaven on earth. Welcome to No Bow Tie, where we conquer emptiness and frustration, discover our uniqueness, and live with unrelenting joy. I'm John No Bow Tie, Svoboda, author and musician. Today, we're going to talk about how to nurture the part of you that needs it the most despite the circumstance. Be sure to subscribe. When you lose your identity, when you lose that personal attachment to answering who you are, it can be so unbearable that it'll send you into the dark depths of depression and feeling lost and just a sense of having no purpose to the point that it's hard to step back up to the plate and take a swing at what life is throwing at you and hopes to do better. Sometimes we just lose all hope and then just get back to doing what we do every day, even though it doesn't give us fulfillment toward a better future. In other words, we get stuck in a rut. A lot of times this goes into using outside thrills to boost morale, for example, drugs, uh, other addictive states, you know, doom scrolling, the the hobbies that lead to absolutely nothing, you're really not even proud of what you've done, or just a, a sense of wasting time until the pain leaves so that you can get back into the flow of the rut with, and never really be able to climb out of it and see the sunshine of life, be able to see the reflection of yourself really emitting from what is what you're capable of what you can do in the future, what you can make of yourself. It is just a very painful frame of mind to be stuck in that. And when you, when you make efforts toward it, say you, you, know, you pray, you meditate, you, you do the things that are best for you, and you still come up short, and you're just not sure what to do with your life. You talk to friends. You, you do the things that you think are necessary. But it always turns out of getting back to that rut. And somehow the rut becomes magnetic. It almost becomes a comfort zone for life that you know that it's predictable. You know that you won't like it, but, but nonetheless, you can stay there because you know how to control that rut. Isn't it time to move on? Isn't it time to take a risk? Get out of it and become the person that you know you can become. The first thing that you have to do when you've tried everything else is you've got to listen to your soul. And your soul, whatever that is, okay, whatever that is, it's just a word for that, that inner part of you that means the most. The part of you that you do have some identity with. That you can say, yes, that who is who I'm most comfortable enjoying being in my life. That is the part of me that I want to grow into more, not the part of me that I want to stagnate. That's ignoring your soul. But one way that you can listen to your soul is to make a list of ways to live a great life despite the circumstance. Now, I'm going to say this again. Make a list of ways to live a great life despite the circumstance. And that last part, despite the circumstance, is so important because it doesn't mean that when you face a challenge at work, here's how you're going to respond. No, it means when you are in the darkness, when 
you lose your job, when you lose a relationship, perhaps you're undergoing surgery and you're going to come out and you're going to be, you're going to have some limitations. How to live a great life despite the circumstance, because it is possible. I want to share with you my lettuce that I made and it gets me, it gives me the strength that I need on an ongoing basis to continually roll out who I want to be in life, to achieve the things that are most attractive to me, and to put my fingerprint on who I am as time rolls forward. Number one, the number one thing that I do is I strengthen my body, exercise, and eat healthy. Now, you might say, well, that's great if you're healthy to exercise. No, I want to tell you a story. Let, let, let me give you an example. My wife did the Disney Marathon years ago. We went down. It's one of these marathons where there's 18,000 people in the marathon. And before they started, I was shocked. The first 250 people out of the gate were in wheelchairs. And I remember watching them go by, sweating, doing the best that they could because they couldn't use their legs. They decided that they could do something about their physical reality and challenge themselves. And they did exercise. They did get their heart rate up. They did strengthen their arms and their core all for that race. And the, the most astonishing one was when at the end of it, a lady came rolling in and she obviously had broken her leg. Her leg was straight out in the wheelchair with, with a thing holding it up, with a, a structure to hold it up while she went. And she wheel, wheeled in slowly but surely with a smile on her face, and she did everything that she could. So if you feel like you are too overweight to exercise, you just don't feel like exercising, your health isn't that great, you can do one thing to, to take yourself from where you're at and strengthen toward where you want to be. If you can do one sit-up, you're on your way. If you can go for a walk more than you are, and remember, you have to stretch your ability. You have to stretch it. You can't just stay in the, in the rut. You have to stretch your ability and set goals that will achieve more with exercising, eating right, and building strength in your body that you know will matter later. There is nobody on the planet who doesn't want to be stronger. Strength gives you power. It gives you the power that you want to be yourself. There isn't a person on the planet who would not agree that strength is a good thing. No matter where you're at, to be stronger makes you feel better about yourself and it gives you more momentum toward who you can be and what you can become. And you do want that. The second thing on my list is to think forward, to let go of what I was in favor of what I know that I can be, to get rid of the image of the past and build off of it, build off of the experiences that I've had to create the highest image that I have of myself. And I can do that through what little talent I might have. I can do that with the environment, with friends. I can grow in ways that impress me, that, that are only important to me because I'm creating my new self-image. And you can do this too. You can take whatever is in your past and set it aside 
and become the person that you want to be in the future. And the third one on my list is that I develop my talents. Now, my list pertains to me. Please make your list and make it pertain to you deep in your heart. But the number three one on my list is to develop my talents. It doesn't matter what they are. I don't have to have a lot of talent to develop talents. If I have an interest, an idea, and an intrigue, those are the things that tell me, hey, I have some kind of a talent toward those things. Something's knocking on my door asking me to take it further in my life. And it's a joy. I don't care if it's simply tending to a garden. You don't have to be number one. You don't have to be the most magnificent whatever. You can take whatever your interest, your ideas, and your intrigues are and turn that into a physical reality. You're using talent. And once you do that, you learn, you roll that out, and you do it again. And it is an absolute joy to wake up one day and see what you have compiled of those efforts, of your talent. Now, I want to share with you some, some more that are on my list. I have 12, and I'm going to buzz through them. They're, they're in my book. Uh, number four is be purposely and positively enthusiastic. It's radiant. Spread what is good. Number five, forgive others and myself. Number six, use time each day to learn and declare what I want. Nothing is more important than what you want. Number seven, pay attention to who I'm being so I can discern who I want to be. Number eight, follow my conscience. It's the closest thing that I know to God. Number nine, address mental, emotional, and physical addiction. Number 10, regularly use time to observe nature. Witness the principles of life. Number 11, do unto others as I want done unto myself. We are connected. Number 12, allow vulnerability, the best teacher of my own growth. Now, I encourage you, when you stop watching this video, which you can do right now because we've run out of time, I encourage you to make that list and make it as big as you want. It can be three things. It can be 20 things. But make a list of the things that help you lead a great life despite the circumstance. And you already have some ideas. And be sure to catch the next show. Be sure to catch this. We're going to take what little talent we have and turn it into the momentum of life. Whatever your interest, get ready for this show. It's going to be fantastic. Go to nobowtie.com slash life and be the first one to receive that show. Get on that newsletter and get all of the positive inspiration that you need to change to the life that you want to have. And before I go, I'm going to give you the no bow tie understanding of Mozart. <laughs> 